0: Welcome to the strut with Chili, TD, and Infojo. All right, fans of the strut. I'm here with Mr. Isaiah Likely, Mackie Award semifinalist. Congrats on the award, man. That's 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 gotta be a great accomplishment to, to have your recognition
1: as we get toward the end of the season here. Uh definitely a big blessing. I mean, that was one of the major goals I had uh coming in this year. So, you know, just stacking up and taking these day, day by day has really been a blessing for me.
0: So tell me about like because I know you hear a lot of praise that gets heaped on you. How does somebody stay focused on the task at hand, which is, you know, go 1-0 and o every week, work on what you have to do as a teammate first, but yet you're hearing all these accolades and awards come in. How do you stay grounded for somebody, you know, that, that doesn't know anything about that?
1: Uh, realizing that the only reason you're getting the awards and the accolades and everybody talking about you is really because you're doing what you love and you're doing everything you did to that point at the best of your capability, not really trying to get big-headed, not trying to do too much. And always remembering to have fun because at the end of the day, like, you never get those moments and you never get that year back. So taking each day uh, step-by-step, uh, laugh-by-laugh, and really just attacking each and every task you have with the 100% focus.
0: Did anybody ask you to stop hurdling players in the game?
1: <laughs> uh, my, my coach, uh, Coach Dixon, definitely told me uh, after the UMass game, to stop hurdling and get another move. So, I have really well, you done. had
0: two games in a row where you hurdled somebody. Yeah. And we were talking about that on the podcast, you know, a few episodes back, and I was like, if we get a likely hurdle for a third week in a row, we were going to give it some kind of special name. So, I'm not <laughs> telling you to go against what your coach is saying. That's, don't, <laughs> hear me say that, please. I'm not going against your coaching.
1: <laughs> no, nah, um, he, uh, he just told me, you know, play smarter. I mean, just keep if, – if you can do something else, please do it. But if, if that's all you if that's all you know they give you then go be an athlete.
0: Well, I feel like most corners you're bigger than every single one of and safeties. So I mean, like it, the temptation to knock them down's got to be there too, right?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it, <laughs> it, some hurdling is not something that I plan on doing. It's just right. a freak thing. It's just like, oh, I'm up here, might as well just finish it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe pro wrestling's in your future then. Um,
1: <laughs> So tell me this,
0: we, so those of us that, you know, when we can't go to an away game, we'll catch it on TV or catch a broadcast or whatever. Everybody that we've seen on TV, I don't know if you watch TV coverage of our games post, you know, you guys playing them, but every broadcaster has made the joke um, between you and highly that it's highly likely we're going to catch a touchdown pass or, or win at whatever point. Have you and him kind of gotten together on this and kind of maybe tried to I'm not gonna say cash in, but maybe um, are you, have you gotten tired of it's my question
1: uh i mean it was you know getting kinda kind of corny probably last year when it was all over the place so but truth I've, be told it's getting yeah. is that- <laughs> but uh after a while like you just you just fall in love with it for real. i mean yeah. we, it's, it's it's not like a pro or a con with us we you know like we're best friends like it's my best my brother at the, end of the day so like Anytime we can get paired together, on, mm. whether it's on the field or it, our names, we love it now. So it's, it is what it is. You guys are two of the best
0: by far. I, like I told you before you began recording that, I've been watching Coastal football since day one. And um, you two guys by far are two of the best ever suit up and wear a teal, man. So we're, we're really proud of you guys and what y'all have been able to put together. And some of your teammates I've had on here so far this season have talked about, like, when they were around, when you know, we weren't winning as many games, as an FBS team, and to see where we are now in such a short period of time, it's been really cool to see that, too. I know you've been around for that, too. Um, My first, I guess, major question is going to be, can you kind of tell us about where you're from and what brought you to Coastal?
1: Uh, So, uh, I'm from Cambridge, Massachusetts, uh, up north, real cold. Uh, Really what brought me to Coastal was my official visit. I mean, just the love and the atmosphere I had on my official one, even when I was sick and not trying to come here. Like, just because, like, I didn't want to get nobody sick. I didn't want to be a burden to, like, fun. Uh, the coaches still told me to come in. Coaches welcomed me open arms, and they uh, actually took care of me. I mean, there's a lot of things I didn't really want to do, but they, like, still worked all- around it to make sure I had a good experience. My family had a good experience. And uh, even when I didn't commit, uh, Coach Jones at the time, uh, Nick Jones, the tight end coach, uh, <clears throat> came back that prior uh, next week and seen the rest of my family and seen the coaches. And uh seen the ones that didn't come on my official, and that just showed me, like, they're really tied in. they really bought into, like, trying to have me on board and be, you know, a part of the Coastal family. And, like, they were showing me love that a lot of schools uh, wasn't showing up time, and even after I committed, like, that tried to show just because, like, they had seen that they had lost me.
0: That's cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear that they're reaching out because one thing I've heard and a common thread amongst you guys so far this year that I've talked to has been the word family and how, like, you feel like you're part of a family, not just everybody's got a role to play, in other words, and and being a part of that family that um, all your teammates that I've spoken to so far have said is the coaches here have brought you guys in no matter where y'all come from because y'all are from all over, and you're playing here football in Myrtle Beach and everything, and and just being a part of that family means so much to everybody I've talked to so far this year.
1: No, 100%. I mean, uh, you know, like, Offense and defense, you always going to have your differences in practice. But at the end of the day, when Saturday or whatever time game day comes, or even after practice, you're all one big happy family. And that's probably what I, uh, you know, I'd say the difference was from them five and seven seasons to last year and even this year is just the chemistry we have. Like, you can never uh, really catch anybody without a group of football players around them. Like, it used to be, you know, different – different cliques used to walk around campus, walk around everywhere. But like now you see any football kid will stop on campus. We'll help people around. We just, you know, football, our football team now is a brotherhood and we try to help the community around just off the simple fact that uh, we have each other and then we try to have the whole community have us. So in order to have that, you got to show them that you bought into them as well.
0: So tell me this. Now you were talking about how you guys kind of come together and you kind of alluded to briefly some of the differences that might happen. I have to know who's the best trash talker on the team.
1: <laughs> um see defensively, it'd probably be CJ. Offensively, it'd probably be me. But you know, I try to stay. So when we all football, I try to stay. You know, I'm a real, real presentable, real gentleman like, but in between the lines, probably the contenders would probably be Grayson and Trey Carter, but.
0: Now, you got... see Trey and, and Grayson on TV sometimes. Because yeah. the, the last game against Troy, I, I'll be honest, I think he took some shots. Yeah. Post post play and everything, and even kind of close to out of bounds. I, I stood up out of my recliner one time and pointed to the TV about it. Um, and I saw him jawing back. So, I, I know he's got to be a trash talker. And I went to the Cure Bowl last year, so I could see him on the field. Yeah. You know, directing, and even when he got <laughs> hurt and came back out, he was still fired up and ready to go. That's pretty cool in your quarterback, and then I mean, to see him to get that fired up and be a competitor like that.
1: No, definitely. I mean, uh, with 10, you know, his love and compassion for his brother is always going to shine on the field. So, you know, sometimes it, it seems like trash talk, but it's really just him sticking up for uh, one of his brothers or it's him just, you know, expressing his love and gratitude to the team or it's just – I'm just letting you guys know that we're going to be here a while because this offense is just so explosive on all cylinders. So
0: um, I've got a sister-in-law that's from Massachusetts. And we're about to jump into you know, the mullet minute part where you get to talk about what you want to talk about. And I thought about something that I want to ask you about that I want to hear you talk about. Um, she told me, when I went up to Boston for their wedding. And they're probably sitting in their car listening and kind of cringing right now at this point. But I'm going to ask you this question. I went up to, did a Fenway Park tour, did all the Boston touristy things, that kind of stuff. I'm a history major at Coastal, so I love Boston. I love history, so I'm going to be nerding out while I'm there. Um, You're from Cambridge. That's where Harvard is, right? Yes, sir. So um, tell me about, like, uh, did you have a chance to experience the cranberry bogs, all that Uh, kind of stuff and everything like that? or, Or is that not on your wheelhouse?
1: I, I don't think it's in my wheelhouse. I probably did it as a, as a middle school or child, only for the simple fact that, like, it's because it's Harvard, but, like, I mm-hmm. don't necessarily remember. Did so you go I, to Harvard,
0: or did you ever visit the campus and yeah, anything?
1: Yeah, you, you visit uh, Harvard University when you're um, middle school, really. Uh, high school, not really, but middle school, you definitely take that tour only for the simple fact that, like, most middle schools in Cambridge, like the ones I, I, I went to, is, like, right there. So, like, for a field trip, you might just walk around and just see – big giants as a time at the time Uh just walking around campus and it was it was fun
0: that's pretty cool because your your field trip is to go to harvard when i was in ninth grade it took us to the courthouse (laughs) your field trip was better man by far (laughs) um so um one thing i want to ask you about too is massachusetts to south carolina how much of a culture shock was that for you
1: um I'm not gonna lie, I'm still trying to get used to it. Only, for, <laughs> well, not trying, to still get used to it, but still accumulating to the driving aspect. Everything else, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much a go for. But uh, you learn that up north is a lot more mean than mm-hmm. it is for uh, South Carolina, where they, where they say no, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Uh, you know, just just simple, simple stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, i brought up north to my family uh my, mo- my grandma from tennessee so she she uh you know caught it off you know just like oh so that's you know you're you finally get uh, accustomed to down there so it was just a uh, quick you know funny remarks like that and then really just um uh, the driving aspect not having too many street lights and uh stoplights i mean mm-hmm. when you catch a stoplight in south carolina it's way different of um, north traffic i mean up north, you're sitting in at the light for probably, like, two to three minutes. In mm-hmm. South Carolina, you probably sitting there for, like, five to seven, maybe ten. And you just, it's dragging, it's dragging, it's dragging. And then, like, South Carolina is just road. Uh, <laughs> a lot of roads. Well, yeah, it's just a, it's a lot road. I mean, and up north, it's if it's not a stop sign or a street light, it's a turn here, a turn there, highway there, cars there. So, like, it's just a lot harder, I feel like, driving down here than it is up there just for the simple fact that, like, you could sometimes like you space out that's, Oh my I'm, I'm driving. Cause all you see is road. Yeah. So, um,
0: I get the impression you're the guy sitting at the stoplight with his finger on the steering wheel tapping and I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah.
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the Life guy. that us move I, faster. Yeah. So I, like, I'm trying to learn South Carolina, like roads and streets only for a simple factor. Like now I try to try to see if I can work around the stoplight. Like if I, if I know that lights uh, red up there, Okay, what street can I take here to go the other way? Gotcha. This? yeah.
0: Listen, I'm I'm I live in Charleston area, but I grew up in Myrtle Beach, and I I, I get that because Highway <laughs> 501 is awful, is it yeah. not? Even when I was a little kid, there wasn't 22 or whatever you can take to kind of get around stuff. All we yeah. had was 501. So if I wanted to go to the beach, I had to sit in 501 traffic with yeah. no other roads. <laughs> <laughs> so it's terrible. I get what you're saying, yeah. man. Um, so do you have anything you, uh, as far as Name, image, likeness you're endorsing these days. You got anything going on with that?
1: Uh no, only for a simple fact that um I just want, you know, just keep ahead of steam on my senior year, just focus on straight football. I had opportunities, but it's just um those those will come uh Lord willing, uh in my next step mm-hmm. with the NFL. Uh just, you know, keep them that level headed. And just one step at a time, just making sure I can give coastal all I got my life. That's awesome.
0: So I have to ask you about you you mentioned the NFL. Have you had a lot of Scouts contacted? How does that work? because most people have no idea like if you're a good college player like you are and you've got the that potential to play at the next level, I hear about Scouts showing up But what if you can talk about it, can you kind of give people who don't know anything about it like what that is like and what you go through when it comes to that kind of stuff?
1: Um, so the scouts don't really necessarily talk to you. It's the agent process. Mm-hmm. The agents for the most part, talk to you, uh, day in and day. Out. They tell you what uh, scouts are saying about you, but, uh, scouts show up to the field to, uh, observe and get, uh, details about you. And that comes from them coming to uh, practice, from them watching film upstairs, from them just, you know, just touring the facility from them walking in the weight room. They don't necessarily talk to you. They talk to the coaches and the coaches, uh, either have a lot of good things to say, which they usually do just uh, off of them recruiting you, or they uh, tell you uh, your strength and weaknesses and what you got to work on. So I
0: know you probably will say you don't really care where you go or when you go as long as you get to go, right? 100%. But I got to ask you, you've got to have a team that you really want to go play for. If you had to pick uh, one, if you're, I mean, can I rephrase that question? If you are on Madden and you're about to get drafted from the Madden game
1: where do you want to go to see Madden is different because Madden, you just go somewhere. That's a super bowl contending team where you just add. When yourself. I had the
0: old Madden used to draft you. When I had the NCAA uh-huh. game you could export you and you could get drafted yeah. by a team. So, and if I didn't like the team, I'd reset so it.
1: Madden. and go back and play for somebody else. <laughs> so Matt Madden, now you just, you know, just make a player, make it, make all the characteristics and you just pick where you want to go. And it's just, you go. So did football.
0: you make yourself on Madden and go somewhere?
1: Uh, see, on Matt, see on Madden, I didn't, I didn't choose to be a tight end. I choose to be a DB. So I was a DB. That's on, interesting. Yeah, so I was a DB on the uh the Rams.
0: So, so is, is the Rams where
1: you where you would like to go if you could pick? As a DB, yeah. But okay. uh, as a <laughs> as an offensive player, I don't really. I mean, I necessarily don't have a favorite team in the NFL. Only for simple fact, I like players. I like what I like watching players. Mm-hmm. So just for simple fact that like I just you know like love watching people prep their craft. So, just watching the players in and out. Uh, I mean, that's just. So, right. who's your favorite NFL
0: tight end right now?
1: Uh, right now, it'd probably be a blend of Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and then a little bit of um, Zach Ertz.
0: Okay. Kittle's my fantasy tight end. Okay. So, I feel like we, me and you are here now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I have enjoyed talking to you. Um, We were talking about people we wanted to get, and I've told other players this, but honestly, when we put this part together, and I'm going to conclude with this, um, Isaiah likely was at the top of our list. You were like one of the top two or three people we actually had to get. And I promise you, this is probably going to be one of the biggest podcasts we've had all season because your name is going to be attached to it, man. Um, I have enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you. Um, you always have, we always have your back because I'm one of the guys in section 105 that's screaming oh, out right. people's names. I'm the one with the weird hat. That's me. Okay. So,
1: I got to look for you at homecoming then. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be there, man. <laughs>
0: trust me. Trust me. Um, but listen, I've enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you. Um, everybody that listens to our podcast, we even have people from op- opposing teams listen to our podcast now. So they've got to know you too, which is even better. So they know what's coming. Yeah hurdle or bulldozer truck whatever you want to call it man just go ahead and bring it um but Isaiah man it's been really good to talk to you I appreciate you stopping by with us um and I look forward to you you know your success going forward what you do post-coastal you know I'll always say that I had a chance to speak to Isaiah likely when he was just a coastal player right yes sir (laughs) I appreciate it man anytime my man Third down conversions at 60% coming in. Face third and goal from the right hash right in front of the fieldhouse. Hand clap by McCall. Wants to pass it again. Throws it into the end zone. Caught touchdown. A surf-turf special for the Shot of Clears. Isaiah Likely with the touchdown grab. His third of the season and the 18th of his career. Third down conversions at 60% coming in. Face third and goal from the right hash right in front of the fieldhouse hand clapped by McCall, wants to pass it again, throws it into the end zone, caught, touchdown, a surf turf special for the shot of clears. Isaiah Likely with the touchdown grab, his third of the season and the 18th of his career.